0: Welcome to Promo Insiders, a counselor podcast that tackles the things that matter most to the promo products industry, from hard hitting news to fun trends. I'm Teresa Hegel, and today I'm joined by my colleagues, Sarah Lavendusky and John Corrigan. With Memorial Day behind us, summer is here, unofficially at least. We'll be talking about what tourism will look like this year and how social distancing rules at venues could bring opportunities for distributors. So, you know, today we're going to talk about summer tourism, because as we all know, Memorial Day weekend, which was, you know, last weekend, is kind of the unofficial start to summer. So now we're, we're sort of in it. The weather's been nice. Um, but obviously, with the coronavirus, everything is a little bit different. So I guess, you know, just to start out, like, how, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Were you guys able to do anything like barbecue or go anywhere? I know I didn't but <laughs> like, we had hot dogs like on our back back deck but that was about it.
1: Well you have that beautiful deck anyway you don't need to go anywhere. Oh that's true that's true. It was beautiful it's idyllic. Yeah. Um, I made ambrosia for the first time.
2: I love ambrosia. So really? Do I. <laughs> all right. So I'll bring much. some in whenever we all return. Oh man, you have to.
0: It's so funny because I just saw this article online about like seven foods nobody makes anymore. And ambrosia <laughs> was one of them. Really? Yes. Oh, That's great. I think they were saying like, oh, it's got too many carbs, or it's like an old fashioned like, you know, seventies housewife kind of <laughs> Uh, food <laughs> but I love it. I love it,
1: Ambrosia. Me too. Um, all right. I'm going to bring that in. Yay. Okay. Okay. Uh, other than that, uh, no, stayed stayed in Bristol. Uh, had my brothers over to, to watch this big wrestling pay-per-view. Um, no shore or anything like that. It was. It's like the first Memorial Day weekend without the shore, mm-hmm. without even drinking that I've had in, I don't know, years, maybe a decade. <laughs> So, yeah. but it was fun. It was nice. Yeah. And and I think that uh it seemed to be like everybody that I talked to it was very relaxed cuz it's really our first break from this crazy schedule that we've had for like 3 months now. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Sarah?
2: Yeah, the same. I agree with John. It was like a nice a nice vacation day that we needed after all the craziness. But yeah, it was about the same. It was just like small, a couple of small like five person family gatherings, play with my sister's dog outside and just kept it local and yeah no shore or anything not yet but pretty soon hopefully but yeah just about the same as john yeah
0: well i mean we, we i don't know if you guys saw the pictures there were a lot of people that did choose to go to the shore or to you know pools and things like that they were they were packed but i i just don't there <laughs> i didn't see a lot of social distancing in those photos um, I don't know. What do you guys think of, the, of, of all that kind of the photos that came out of people just kind of packing the shore?
1: I'm jealous. I, I wish I uh, could get down there. But um, I, I don't know. I'm, I think that a lot of people, uh, as evidenced by our articles that we've got coming out, uh, I guess uh, by the time you listen to this, they're already out returning to the office. A lot of people are, are sick of social distancing, are sick of staying in their homes. And, uh, you know, the beautiful weather is just so tempting. And we're just so conditioned to going to the beach in the summer. That, yeah, you know, yeah. The hell with it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Especially in this area, like the Jersey shore is so popular. It's like, yeah.
1: What
0: is it? Everyone's going, going down to... the shore. If they're going down the shore. Yeah, yeah. Down the shore.
2: <laughs> now, I think it's interesting. Like, I know there was that really that viral video of the the pool in the Ozarks. Yeah. yeah. And, right. And I, I don't know. um, I, admittedly, I don't know about the beaches in Jersey. Were they just as crowded? I would, I would think no, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: I don't know. I mean, I saw pictures of different beaches, but they might've been in Florida. So I'm not, I'm not sure about Jersey, but I, wonder I mean, I know other
2: areas are less traumatized than us.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I don't know either. Um, so, but I mean, like, so we're, you know, that's the beginning of summer, but we're kind of like looking forward to like the rest of summer. Do you guys actually have any summer plans, any Any vacations that you are going to take but can't or ones that you are, you know, planning to to do? Uh,
1: Next week, I was supposed to go to Las Vegas. And uh, obviously, you know, after seeing the mayor on Anderson Cooper, that's not going to happen. But um, no, instead, uh, we are going to go take a day trip down at Wildwood just to see how everything is, just to get a feel for it. Um, But but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see us traveling anywhere. You know, maybe if we do. To visit friends or something in a small group, um, certainly not flying. Just driving yeah, everywhere, yeah. Uh, but that's about it, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. Like my, this is my niece graduated from high school this year, or she is going to graduate, and so my some of my family members were going to fly down for the graduation, but they're not doing that now. Um, so, but it's funny you mentioned Vegas. Last year around this time, I was in Vegas. It was like, I'm just thinking about all the things that I was able to do then, concerts and, yeah. you know, massage and trapeze and like all kinds of like crazy things, like none of which I would probably, you know, be doing. You know. <laughs> and I was, I, there was a New York Times article, I don't know if it was today or it was sometime this week, it was about Vegas reopening and what that's going to look like. Because um, I think in June, some of the casinos and resorts are going to start to reopen, but it's like, they're like the days of you know, 12 people crowded around a dice table, like that's gone at least yeah. for, you yeah. know, the near future. The slot machines are going to be, you know, spaced out. Everything is going to be uh, marked with like, you know, stickers and, and socially distancing kind of um, directional arrows and whatnot. So even if you were to go, it would be, um, it would certainly be interesting. It would be very different Yeah. Than what you would do.
1: I mean, I, I think like, you know, you'll see who has the real gambling addiction now because it's like, that, that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like no. what you think of Vegas. Right. So right. it's like, why why go? Why not just wait until everything, if it ever will go, back to normal or at least some semblance of it? I mean, I don't know. It's All the money that you're spending, the hassle of getting there it just seems like a lot to, to not have the experience that you want.
0: Right, right. So, I mean, like, obviously, you know, we're talking about Vegas. Like, things are are starting to open up. Like, what do you guys think? like as a whole, like not for us, but just as a whole, what do you think tourism is going to look like this summer?
2: Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, we're seeing the reopening slowly. I mean, I know, um, you know, you mentioned that Universal Studios is going to be opening like next week, June 5th. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I think Florida wasn't hit quite as bad as we were. So I think the parks around here are going to be a lot slower to open, like Six Flags in Jackson, New Jersey, is probably going to be a little slower. Um, Hershey Park you know those are going to be a little bit slower but it's going to be interesting to see when they have these health um, protocols in place like taking temperatures you know Mm -hmm. like how many people are going to put up with these lines that are long in normal circumstances in the hot weather how many people will put up with these long lines I mean maybe they'll be so rammy and they'll have had these trips planned that they'll go anyway and they'll have these kids that want to go so they'll go anyway but and if they have to like wipe down the rides after every like you know every ride goes through the, the roller coaster, then they have to wipe it down. I mean, that adds exponentially to the, the waiting time. So, yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see what June 5th brings at Universal Studios, if yeah. like mobbing the gates.
0: Well, it's interesting because Universal, like they put out like a, a, an email, like all their, their kind of marketing about this. They're, they put like a, a warning right on, on everything saying, like, look, you're, you're coming here oh, at your wow. own risk. Oh, wow. <laughs> <So you're> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Essentially, essentially what it says, like, you, you know, like, you could still get the coronavirus, but they are doing things like, you know, you have to have a mask, and if you don't bring one, they're going to provide one. Um, yeah, it'll be like limited capacity, uh, temperature checks, uh, all, you know, a whole bunch of different, you know, things that they're, they're doing to try and um, make it safe, but. But you're right like is that going to make it like how fun is it actually going to be like is it going to be worth it especially if you're charged if it's still like the same price to get in but then you feel like you're getting so much less for for the money that you're spending i don't know but i mean like disney so disney's not open yet but i know they opened up some of their like shopping area and i saw like stories that said that they were um they had a line lines just to get into the stores wow. But, wow yeah and i mean like that's not even like the the rides that's just it wasn't even like disney stores it was like their um you know stores that are there but they're not like actually owned by disney so they were open huh. and people were just like lining up to go shop. <laughs> so, i mean maybe maybe people will still want to go i don't know
1: maybe we should just go to a store this summer that'll be the fun trip that's true <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, i think if i were able to take my daughter to Target. She would be heaven, so I I felt like maybe that'll just be, like, the the fun trip for our summer. (laughs) On our masks and go to Target. (laughs) Maybe we'll buy an LOL doll. (laughs) It'll be fun. Um, Yeah, I mean, another thing, you know, so amusement parks we're talking about, but also, like, restaurants. Restaurants are starting to open up, um, but they're, you know, they're still, like, I know I know a lot of people personally that are like, well, we're not going to be going back to restaurants anytime soon. It could even be years. We'll still do takeout, but like they don't feel comfortable like sitting in, you know, an actual restaurant. Um, but I mean that's, you know, there's people like that, but then there's people that are like, I want to go to a restaurant right now. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. Well, I would feel I would feel safer and more comfortable going to a restaurant rather than an amusement park. I just think, yeah. you know, it's a smaller space. Uh, you, you, we've been saying like on the news. I forget what state it was where they put up the blow up dolls to, to demonstrate the social distancing. (laughs) Oh geez. Yeah. I mean, but, but you know, at least they're taking these precautions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know how, um, you know, Sarah brought up a good point about, you know, waiting in line at an amusement park. I mean, that kills half the fun as it is. And you don't know, uh, how, how you know, clean it's going to be. It's, it's a bunch of people and all over. Um, I don't know. But I think a restaurant would be a much more ideal place. You know, if you do out, outdoor eating, it's probably even safer. Yeah, that's so, probably the best option. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I think the other thing I, I've seen some articles, too, about, like, is this also the end of the buffet? Like, a buffet is <laughs> going to be a thing of the past. Or if, if buffets come back, is it going to be, like, like my husband said something like, oh, you know, like, it's like the roast beef guy who's there, like, you know, slicing right. the roast beef for you. So is it going to be, like, all, like, people like that stations where – it will give you the food, but you're not allowed to kind of self-serve anymore.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's going to be the end of self-serve for the time being at least. But mm. I don't, yeah. I think buffets will have to, they'll work around it. They'll maybe yeah. pack it up and you can take it.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: Like, like maybe it's not, you don't reach in. Mm. You just kind of, it's like packaged for you and they keep it warm somehow. Right. And right. grab it, but not right. a lot of sharing of of serving utensils.
0: Yeah. Although someone, I was talking about this with someone and she was like, oh, I, I don't like that because then I'll, you know, am I going to feel bad because I want to take an extra egg roll or Are they going to shame me for, <laughs> for my um, extra egg roll, you know, desire. So, so you might, it, it might, it might make people a little, I don't know, wary or hesitant to indulge in their you know gluttony but who knows i wonder
2: if like sit down restaurants will have their servers wearing like ppe like Mm -hmm, will the server have to wear a mask but then how appetizing is that or how do how do they like how can you require in in restaurant diners to wear masks if you have to lift it to eat anyway
0: right that doesn't seem that effective
2: but yeah, I'm yeah. sure that they'll, they'll keep, like, some tables will be closed. Only certain tables will be open. You won't be able to just, like, move chairs around to, like, right. add to your table. It's, like, only this many chairs. If you bring a big group, you might have to sit apart. Yeah. You know, that's all going to be on the table, I think. No pun intended. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think that people are, re- like, like you guys are saying, a lot of people are ready for things to open up. But, you know, we're probably going to have to do that. And things are going to look different. Things are definitely going to look different. At least for the foreseeable future,
1: I'm going to miss the salad bar in our cafeteria. You Me know, too. oh, gonna, I, know, I
2: know that's like
1: a big a big draw to to
2: you know. Me I too. Know. I know. Hmm.
0: Well, maybe have they'll have more of their like the special salad days. I did not like true. those.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I miss those.
0: Yeah, I miss my morning latte. Me too. <laughs> I can't make that. I mean, I think I technically I have a coffee machine that could make it, but it's a lot of work. I'd rather just. You know get it at the cafeteria Mm -hmm. um so i mean you know so the thing with uh with the summer tourism and all these changes you know it's kind of like it's it's weird it's unusual we're not used to it but there is also some opportunity there for promotional products uh distributors right like what what do you guys see as some of the things that that they should be thinking about when it comes to pitching to like you know resorts and and different like tourism destinations
1: well, when you mentioned universal studios giving out uh the masks i mean that's a that's a gold mine right there you know you could do uh, any amusement park you know museums any any kind of indoor tourist attraction um sporting events you know uh, i don't know maybe maybe even outdoor concerts or something like that it's just a, a great opportunity there uh, for for distributors and um you know because it looks like ppe as as we've seen in our research it's not going anywhere anytime soon, especially masks. So it could be a, a permanent product category that uh, people should, you know. I mean, th- these are the types of tourism or is the is the market to really target for that right now?
0: Yeah, and they can do. I mean, branded masks like they don't just have to give out a generic mask. They can give them with like the universal logo on it, or you know, some kind of like promotion, or yeah, you know, it, it could be even like different types of decoration on on the masks depending on you know, the day. And I know like a lot of like screen printers, the, the equipment companies have started making special like platens specifically for decorating on masks. Okay. So, so I mean, like, there's definitely an opportunity there to do the masks, but also do them in different ways, like do do the branded decorated masks that don't, it doesn't have to be just a logo, there could be other opportunities that kind of tie in with Maybe like marketing that Universal is doing or that the museum is trying to, to push, like maybe a special exhibit or something. Who knows? I mean, like, there's, I feel like there's a, lo- there's a lot of um, opportunity there, like you said. And now that people are not, I think most people, like, there's always, there's still resistance to, to mask wearing, obviously, but for most people, we're kind of used to it. Now it doesn't look so weird to like yeah. go into the grocery store and see everybody in a mask. So, like, there's more opportunity to be a little bit more fun with it, I guess.
1: Absolutely, I like you know, for, for Marvel or Disney, you know, they have so many iconic characters, so so many you know properties that mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe you, you even uh, switch masks when you go to a different section of the park to match up with, you know, wh- whatever you're in there. I mean, that might even be a safer option. I, I don't know. That's true. That's true. there's so much potential out there, uh, w- which is good. I mean, I guess that's the silver lining of all this is that, you know, business has been tough, but now you have this opportunity. It's up to how you want to handle it. Right,
0: right, and I mean other things. I think we've talked about before is just is things like signage. Um, you know, a lot of these places before they open up, they're going to need to like totally revamp their signage. You know, and and you know stickers on the floor, and you know hand washing things, and um, like the plexiglass, um, like divider, uh, whatever, whatever you would call that. Um, there's there's just like a lot of different, you know, ancillary op- opportunities for for distributors to. To help their clients with, um,
2: I think you might also see like you know people aren't going to necessarily fly soon, but I think mm-hmm. the I think road trips are going to come back um, mm. quicker than flying, obviously. And so I think I think distributors targeting like road trippers, like drivers, their whoever's in the car with them, their kids, you know, friends. Um, I, I think that's a really good opportunity. Like I, I think camping is going to make a comeback. I think RV oh, is yeah. going to be big. Yeah, it's yeah. a way to socially distance, but you know, to get so, out there a little bit. And so I think targeting those markets is going to be bigger than the traditional, like flying to a resort, um, that industry in the next few months, yeah, I yeah. think road tripping's coming back.
0: So what are some things, what would be some good, like road trip, like promotions, things that you could give to like road trippers, like stuff <laughs> like license plate game. Um,
2: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think anything that kids that keeps kids busy, like, you know, they have the coloring books, they have plush mm-hmm. animals, they have games in the industry that are really great for them. I think things like road safety kits um, mm-hmm. to have in your trunk are great. Coolers to keep food cold. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think um, pillows, blankets to keep people comfortable in the car. Um, you know, RV dealers, if they're starting to see business come back, any way that you can, um, you know, key fobs are big, um, little, like, handy towels for cleaning the place up you know as you go through the trip you know you need to wipe it up a little bit and ways to um keep the the living quarters clean while they're on their trip i think those are all really good options for distributors moving forward yeah
0: that makes a lot of sense and i think something else that we've talked about uh previously is pens pens are are going to be really big (laughs) because um we've talked about pens all the time pens are you know, the thing, but because, you know, nobody's going to want to like retouch a pen. So that means like giving away pens, is going to be that much more important.
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, we, we had talked about, you know, our industry for so long, we had talked about how it was important to have high end items, you know, like really go for like the retail brand or like the retail lookalike now it's like literally i've heard so many times in the past few weeks how people are going for the cheap and you and buyers want the cheapest pen available and they're literally giving them to people and they keep them or they're they're letting the person use it and then throw it away and Mm. that's at healthcare. Mm -hmm. that's going to be that's in retail that's going to be any place that's starting to open up that wants to keep things Mm. like less fewer communal items they're starting to do that. These cheap, cheap, cheap items, and they're just going to throw them away. Or, yeah, it's like or the, the, the single vehicle. use, single use pen. Yep, for
0: which sure.
1: is crazy because it goes against everything that that we've you know been taught about the industry. Is you want right, to right. save these things to keep your messaging, but now uh, I don't know. It, it, it's all different now. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: for sure. Um,
0: well, what do you guys do? You guys have any other any other thoughts on on tourism um, or you know what what the future is going to hold this summer and, and beyond?
1: I think people are going to stay local. I think that, uh, you know, not even just out of safety, but out of wanting to support their local community. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a big, um, you know, big strategy. I I think it's just people now, they want to buy local, you know, if if their local restaurants are at least offering curbside or maybe Mm -hmm. limited seating or something like that, I think you're going to see a push, you know, into there. Um, Yeah, I I don't see a lot of travel. Uh, I guess at least in the States that we're really, you know, impact it, right? Right. Um, and and certainly, uh, you know, New York, uh, you know, a tourist hub. Uh, I don't see that happening at all. I think a lot of people are going to stay away from New York uh, for the whole summer, maybe into next yeah, year. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: for sure. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think you know, you're right. Like local is going to be big, like day trips, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, supporting the local community. I mean, like we've seen. Um, I think it's called the Here for Good movement. With just like. Screen printers all across the country, you know, starting these online shops that are specifically, you know, for the local businesses. Like each each business that wants to gets like a T-shirt and, you know, the, the uh, screen printer prints them. And, you know, it's a way to like raise funds for the printer, but also for for local businesses, because people, you know, they want to support them. Because, I mean, that, that's the thing, like you are. You kind of take them for granted until now like you can't go to them and then you're afraid like oh what if i love this place what if it's not going to be here when things open up you want to make sure that they're still still around
1: absolutely
2: yeah i, I agree with john totally and, and Teresa. both of you i it's going to be very local this year i think i think distributors really have to look at local opportunities for sales um, and I think it also is a good thing to, um, like you said, it's people want to stay close, but they also want to support local, they see how much their their community is hurting because of the shutdowns. So they're going to want to support them. Um, but I think also, the other thing that's good about it is that because the supply chain is still so uncertain, to be able to have a local client that you can just hand deliver items to them as they need them. I think Mm -hmm. that's really going to be helpful um you know not relying so much on the on the freight carriers at this point still i think it's a little early for that there's still a lot of disruption but i think having like a local client you can really build a relationship with especially if you haven't worked with them before uh this is going to be a really great opportunity for that and just being able to hand deliver their their products to them when they need them i think that's going to go a long way
0: yeah differentiate yourself like that so i mean so i guess like the bottom line is things are definitely different People are still gonna to wanna to go places or, or, or do things, but it may just be local. However, there's definitely some some big opportunities for distributors who can figure out how to, you know, sell that to, to people. Because there's, like you said, there's the masks, there's the signage, there's all kinds of different um, new opportunities that were never there before, so. Um, It should be an interesting time. And I guess just wrapping up, I'm going to be waiting for the ambrosia next time.
1: (laughs) Me too. We're looking forward to that. (laughs) Well, when we all gather for our weekly walk around ASI, I'll be sure to bring it. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.